1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
0: All right. I am happy to be joined. We are happy to be joined by Myron Shuckman, who uh, we're going to tell his story as we go through the segment. Uh, Myron, welcome. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. You're on with uh, myself and my son, Jeff, and my other son, Jason. Uh, (laughs) Awesome. So so you were part of the Notre Dame basketball team that in 1974 in South Bend uh, on a Saturday afternoon hosted UCLA, which was riding an 88-game winning streak at the time, had uh, the great Bill Walton on that team uh, along with Keith Wilkes and others, and you pulled off that upset in one of the most uh, legendary college basketball games of all time. Uh, You're from McCracken, Kansas, up in northwestern part of the state, a very tiny school. First of all, tell us about your journey from McCracken uh, to get to Notre Dame.
2: Well, that's always the question that comes up, but I'm not for sure how it happened because, you know, McCracken is a one-age school. Uh, We had 50 kids in school, about 250 in town, southwest of Hayes and uh you know we were fortunate enough to have a some really good teams back there with a a, a great coach named Glenn Connor and uh so we took second in, in state in 1971 and then we won state in 72 and um you know I guess through all that you know back in the 70s there's publications and stuff that comes out and somewhere through all of that uh you know Notre Dame got a hold of me and I'll kind of preface saying that note that um uh, between my uh, sophomore and junior year and then between my junior senior year I had a chance to attend uh, Jayhawk basketball camp with Ted Owens and and through that time frame got to be good friends with Ted and with Bob Frederick and all and and was uh, recruited by them and so getting the call from Notre Dame was was a rather interesting one and uh, they invited me to come see the campus in late October and 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 I'll just tell a quick story here and it was late October and And we were having a little bit of a sleet storm out in western Kansas. And I was driving over to Hayes to go on the plane. I I stopped and I just thought to myself, you know, I really don't need to go because I'm uh, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to go to KU. (laughs) But I, I went anyway and showed up. And then after I came back from Notre Dame, it was just like, well, I think I know where I'm going. So that's kind of the journey overall pretty quick.
0: So this, uh, this win over UCLA happened 50 years ago today. Is this a date that's ingrained in you? Do you, do you reflect on this day? What, uh, what particular memories kind of uh, come back to you when, when you're thinking about that day? You know, f- for me, uh,
2: some of the key memories were, uh, I'll say that some of that led up to the game. Uh, one was the fact that you know, as we came in, we were number two. UCLA was rated number one. We were both undefeated, and uh, and I would say from the beginning of December. Now here again, this game is January 19th. Uh, Digger had already in his mind he knew what he wanted to do in that game, and so during practices, as we're preparing for other other teams we're playing, he would always leave time to run UCLA plays. So. We were prepping to play UCLA, you know, six weeks before we even got there and, uh, and instilling in our minds, all of us, that, you know, these guys can be beat. And uh, even to the extent that I think it was the practice before the game, he brought in ladders and the team practice cutting down the net so we could visualize actually doing that. So those were a couple events leading into it. And then the day of the game was just uh, never been in a stadium like that. The, you know, the electricity, the excitement going on and the buzz. And it was, you know, you just, the whole game was electric. And then, you know, getting up to the end of it where John Chumate comes down with the final rebound and, you know, the rest is history.
0: Well, and. I'm always interested on the fact, you you know, you you said your guys were basically prepping for two months before this game because you knew this was the one. So how was the feeling after? And tell me a story about some of the parties you went to after that game.
2: Wait a minute. This is Notre Dame. It's a Catholic University. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Nothing happened. You guys went to bed, right? Well, Well, I'll tell you what. There were probably a lot of parties. And I did not, I was not involved with any of them. <laughs> no, I'm sure I just go. went back to the dorm with uh, with our classmates because Notre Dame did not have athletic dorms. So we were just with all the other, you know, all the other students. And uh, so I went back there and I was lucky enough to have my uh, my high school sweetheart with me, who's now sitting next to me in the car because we've been married 48 years. <laughs> So, uh, you know, we all went back, and I, I suppose that was the celebration And the party, was just uh, hanging out with all the guys and everything. So I wish I could give you some real good party stories. I'm sure there are quite a few to, that went on, but I wasn't participating in any of them.
0: <laughs> That's okay. She's sitting beside you. We'll, we'll talk later. <laughs> okay. We hear, we hear her laugh. <clears throat> Myron Shuckman is our guest. Uh, Who's, Myron, yeah. tell us, how long uh, did you work at uh, Coke here in Wichita, Coke Industries? Uh, thir- yeah, 38 years.
2: Wow. Yep. Amazing. Retired about three so, and a half years ago.
0: You were a freshman on that particular team. You didn't get in that game. Uh, but no, from I what I understand, I talking- you were a vital part of the practices leading up to that game because in mm-hmm. some cases I'm told. Uh, need you to verify. Hello. You kind of uh, played the Bill Walton role in the practices leading up to right. that game. Is that right?
2: Right. Yeah. Actually, I was a sophomore that year. Um, okay. I was a year. I was a year ahead of Adrian Dantley. Dantley was a freshman that year. So uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, you're right. I I did get the opportunity to play Bill Walton. So Shoemate had to uh, guard me, and uh, Digger brought out a uh, red wig. Curly wig to put on, to, to <laughs> simulate guarding Bill <the> <laughs> Wow! I mean, let's say it. Digger did through about you know went went through everything he could to pull out all the stops to make it as realistic as possible. And you know, and and I it was kind of interesting because the team I think we knew UCLA's plays better than we probably knew our own plays because we were practicing it every day. And uh, you know, so that that was part of it. And those were I must say those were some really intense uh practices but but you in, in a really good way I mean we were we were very focused on what we needed to get done
0: it was a in, an incredible box score I'm looking at it right now you guys uh you you had Brokaw and uh Shoemate both play 40 minutes in that game and combined for 49 of your team's 71 points and Walton mm-hmm. also played all 40 minutes he had 24 points, but didn't go to the foul, foul stripe, did not shoot a free throw in that game. How do you not foul Bill Walton?
2: <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Maybe the rosaries that were being prayed that day in the stadium it must've been working or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that would be unusual for Walton not to go to the free throw line. So I can't really tell you. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's wild. So, uh, you've yep. been talking about uh, your coach Digger Phelps, and you know, for guys, you know, my generation, we remember most as as an analyst, a, a TV guy. Uh, you've told right. some com, some funny anic, anic, anecdotes. Yeah, I think that's the word uh, about him. What was he like as a as a coach overall? What was what was special about him? Um,
2: <clears throat> My wife is laughing again. Uh, Well, let's just say this. First of all, I had never met anybody like Digger. I I had a high school coach that was about as calm as you could get. He never yelled in practice or or the game or anything. I mean, he was there to coach you. Whereas Digger – I would say you, you never really knew who you had come to practice. Well, you kind of did. You knew if you lost the game, you were going to have somebody like Bobby Knight coming in, and it was going to be just a terrible practice. <laughs> and then on the other hand, you know, Decker can just be the the nicest guy, um, and he was. He was just a really pleasant guy, wonderful personality. Um, yeah. Matter of – no, I'm going to go with that story. <laughs> No, but tell but, it, tell it. tell it. Okay. So, uh, so I grew up on a farm, uh, 10 miles out of McCracken. And, uh, so Digger had come out, I don't know how many times he'd, he'd been out both to watch and then just in the general recruiting me. And, and I had a pet pig named George. It was, a, it was a boar. And, uh, anyway, he came, he came into school one day and, uh, saw me. And I was, it was about 11 o'clock. We were in shop class and, and, uh, he came over and he said, Oh, by the way, your dad just sold George this morning <laughs> and I he I didn't know that. And and so he he over the years he would kinda come back and keep talking about my pet pig I, you know, he was a city boy and all that, so I, I guess it was unusual for him. But but ten years ago, we got together for a, a reunion back up at Notre Dame and his daughters were there. And so now his daughters were now probably forty five to forty seven years old and we were sitting and chatting and and I just made a comment about Digger's memory. And I said, tell you what, go over there and ask your dad what the name of my pet pig was. And she comes back over and she said, is it George? And and so, <laughs> you know, so that's kind of the dynamic that Digger had. He he just had an unbelievable memory. Remember people, but the personality was, uh, you know, off the charts just in um, – What's that? Two years ago. Yeah. Oh, and that's what my wife just reminded me. We did see Digger two years ago. We went up for a, a football and a basketball game and had a chance to visit with him a little bit too that night. So quite a personality. What you saw on TV is, I would say, was very, very much Digger. Yeah. Myron
0: uh, Myron Shuckman is our guest, part of the Notre Dame team that 50 years ago today ended UCLA's 50-game winning streak in South Bend in one of the classic games of all time. Uh, so I know you were caught up in Notre Dame winning that game. What do you remember about the reactions of the UCLA players and even coach John Wooden uh, about losing that game? Because that was uh, an incredible dynasty they, they were in. They obviously right. valued that winning streak. Would do you, did you happen to glance over at any of those folks? Uh, no. <laughs> No, I don't blame no, I you.
2: did not we because afterwards you know you're you're storming the floor, and the last thing you were doing was looking over at at the team or John Wooden, but one thing that does stand out is that I remember watching a an e s p n special on Walton some years ago, and obviously this game came up, and his comment was that game was the worst day of his life, <laughs> Wow, and I thought, well, Bill, that's, well, that's
0: just too bad, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> It, it had to be. It had to be uh, interesting to be in the same place and in the same game uh, with John Wooden. What was your reaction? What are your thoughts on on him?
2: Well, you know, just with with John Wooden, you, I, I grew up watching UCLA, and let's face it, out in Western Kansas back then, you know, you get two TV stations, and and every once in a while you'd get a UCLA game on or a KU game or something, but. So, you know, UCLA was a team that we probably all followed back at that time. And uh, you, I don't know if you remember, if you're old enough to remember, like the Houston-UCLA game in around 1964-65 with Louis. I'm old and enough Nolan to remember Hayes.
0: all of that. Trust yeah.
2: me. <laughs> you know, things like that that were just outstanding. So, you know, Wooden was just the epitome of a coach. You know, uh, everything you watched and you read and – the, the the way and the style that he coached and everything was uh, you kind of like what everything, what a coach should be. You know, you never really saw him get red in the face or too much from, you know, being upset or things like that. But here again, he doesn't have too much to be upset about when you have teams with Alcindor and Walton and things like people like that on it. And, you know, you're coming off of his seven consecutive NCAA championships. And so, you know, the man's he's, he's just, Uh, what do you say about him? He's just
0: a legend. Well, Myron, thank you for taking some time to talk with us today. I was uh, thrilled when uh, my friend and yours, Jeff Bolig, pointed this out Mm -hmm. and uh, said, why don't you get Myron on the show? So I made that happen, fortunately. We were were able to connect, and we appreciate you coming on to to reminisce.
2: Well, it's my pleasure. You know, I wish I could share a whole lot more better stories from the standpoint of they were fresh in my mind. But, you know, after 50 years, uh, <laughs> don't ask me what I had for lunch yesterday. But, uh, <laughs> you know, one one good thing did happen last night. I, I happened to go out and, and I uh, read an article from the South Bend Tribune. And it happened to be about, you know, the the game 50 years ago. And they had a, a segment in there of the last three and a half minutes of the game where we were down by 11 points, three and a half minutes. And, you know, Notre Dame, uh, UCLA did not score in those three and a half minutes, and and uh, then we came back and pulled off the upset. So
0: that was great to just it relive was, those
2: three and a half minutes again.
0: It was amazing. Thank you, Myron.
2: Okay, my pleasure. Thanks for giving me a chance to talk to you.